Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today, in an Ask Philip segment, Philip talks about investing in change. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right. Happy Friday. I hope y'all are enjoying your January. January is almost over. That was super quick. We are entering into February for all of those Texans. Let's pray that Encore has their shiznit together. But today we're talking about investing in change. And the older I get, the, the more I appreciate the wisdom of the elders because I always reflect back on things that, you know, uh, grandmothers, fathers, mother-in-law, father-in-law, wise, older uncles, sayings that I would hear them say growing up, and I didn't really understand what that meant, right, because I was a young punk, and as you get older, you realize, oh, okay, that's what that meant, and and so a lot of where I get my insight on business, investing, basically everything, is I try to go back as far in history as I can, and if I have a hypothesis on how things work, right, let's say some some guru today points out some idea, I like to go as far back as possible and go through multiple time frames and, sit and say, was this idea true then? And if I could find that that principle was true multiple time frames, as far back as I can go, then I'm like, okay, this is an insight that I want to listen to. And so right now, we are in a situation where there's a lot of innovation, there's a lot of change. You have a lot of fund managers who are making fun of, for example, Kathy Wood's uh, ARC investment uh, funds because she is, you know, she's had great returns over the last five, six years. She's beat a lot of managers, and recently she had a bad year, And but her funds invest in innovation. They're like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure there's some misogyny in there, too, because all the guys, all the people ragging on her are dudes, and, and she smoked all of their returns, even now being down over the last five years. Uh, so they got that going on. And so, uh, and she, you know, we, I own her funds. I got her funds and client and, and clients' accounts. Uh, I, I, I think she's getting the five-year, 10-year macro picture correct. But I'm giving you the the reason why. So if you go back and you look at, I mean, I, and I just went back like, you know, 100 years, and I'm just giving you the people in the last 100 years, but we can go back further. But uh, nobody would know the people further. So these are people that you've probably heard of. Like, what it, John D. Rockefeller, everybody knows him, right? John D. Rockefeller was an innovator in energy. And before John D. Rockefeller, like we were, you know, we were using whale oil uh, to light whatever we needed to light. And he kind of innovated and changed the refining industry. Like read, if you want, it's like an 800 page book, it's long, but read Titans. I forget the author, but it's Titans, John D. Rockefeller, great biography of him and and what he did, but he innovated the energy uh, industry. Henry Ford obviously innovated the transportation industry. Andrew Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie, the reason why we have these skyscrapers that are built so securely and in, um, all across the, the 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 world is what Andrew Carnegie did in the innovation of of steel, right, in manufacturing steel. 
Jeff Bezos innovated how we do commerce. Elon Musk, this guy's innovating transportation and space. And he and he's only like he's not, he's not even fifty yet. You know, so who <laughs> you know, who knows what else he's gonna do? Innovating interplanetary, you know, interplanetary colonization, probably at some point. Um, Jay-Z, right? I mean, bef- before Jay-Z, there was no artist that did business as well as Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z does business in the music business better than the music business people. And and he's parlayed that into other avenues, other ventures, right? He's going into the NFL. And so his his innovation ability is, I think, really underappreciated. But what happens is all these people, if you invested money, if you gave them money and you were an investor in what they did, you made a crazy amount of money. Now, when, when you invest in volatility there's, or in, in innovation, there's lots of volatility or uh, uncertainty. And humans are terrible at accepting change, right? I mean, I, I wrote down some examples. We intuitively know that we should exercise, right? We should eat right. Uh, we should budget. We should get enough sleep. You know, unhealthy relationship habits that cause friction in our relationships. We can read a book and understand that, but actual the process of going through the change to get the results you want, 99% of people don't do it because the process of change is difficult and it's a very volatile process, shaky transition. The The very few that are able to emotionally sit, right, be present with the process and go through it experience like amazing results and investing is is no different right i I had a conversation with a buddy of mine wealth manager manages a few hundred billion dollars very successful proud of him he's my dude but we were discussing you know bitcoin while it's part of the portfolio and he said he said man you know why is that percentage of allocation in your portfolio and and i kind of walked him through my assessment of the big picture of what's going on, which I've said many times on my podcast, so you can go back and listen to episodes and, and, and hear that. But but basically, I expl- and, and so he understood my logic. And, and then his next, his next thing was, he said something to the effect of, well, hey, you know, when you're managing, you know, X amount of dollars for all these clients and your clients uh, don't want to lose money, then you might think the way I think and you might not you know, basically invest in innovation as much, right? Because he's talking about the fact that we have Kathy Woods uh, funds as well. And I said, hey, man, you know me for a long time. I've never I've never made decisions that I think is right for me and people that I know uh, out of fear. You know, I said, because, you know, because when he says lose money, we're talking about volatility. Right? We're talking about short-term, you know, short-term market movements. I was like, I was like, you, when I was my portfolio, for everything to go to zero, for them to lose money, like we're so well diversified, everything has to go down. So it's not that, you know, it, it's it's not that we're being irresponsible. It's just that I'm I'm not gonna not tell my clients where they should invest because uh, and, and be afraid of change and fear for them. I'm like you're projecting, like you don't even own enough of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, um, and so um, that's investing a change is hard for. Everybody, right? Even the super smart advisors that are doing the best they think for their clients, because when you when you when you dig down and you explain it to them and they understand it and they believe it, the change process, the volatility, or helping their clients manage through that uh, is tough. And this is a side note caveat: there's ways to like own innovation and still not have the up and down movement, 
move as much as people think, right? There's this is this is portfolio management one on one. So I did an episode two Fridays ago about standard deviation. If you if you monitor that, you could you know if you have a standard deviation level, right? So you know you can adjust that by doing things like adding bonds and cash to the portfolio to reduce it. If you're adding other things that are more volatile to keep the you know the up and down movement. Uh, where you are, but if you have things in there that have an opportunity to go up more than other similar things that are similarly volatile, up and down movement, then it puts you in a position to have outsized returns for the same level of risk over time, right? So, and that's nerd stuff for those that follow that. Go listen to my episode on standard deviation; it will it will make more sense. But to to give you some concrete takeaways, right? Once you understand uh, innovation wins over the long term, but you still want to protect and grow your money, right? Make sure you diversify. So spread your money. Go to go to my four asset buckets podcast from last week. Um, listen to that. So diversify, uh, balance peace of mind with growth, right? So if you want to make the most money, you put a hundred percent of your money into innovation, which I don't recommend. You know that's that'll be super difficult. <laughs> so balance peace of mind with growth, but don't. I also wouldn't overweight, you know, if you want it all peace of mind today, uh, then you may not get no growth in the future. So you got to balance that. Uh, be patient, have faith, stay disciplined. And one of the good tools, I literally, you know, recommended this to some clients that, you know, didn't like the volatility of what's going on in the market and they appreciate it is meditation. Turn off the news, stop looking at the portfolio, uh, meditate. It'll help you not just in investing, it'll help you in life in general. Uh, so check check that out. For those of you who have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go to YouTube, please subscribe. Wealth Building Made Simple. Uh, if you haven't given a, what is it called? On, on Apple Podcasts, if you haven't given a review, please give me a review. Um, would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you for those who have given a review. They are amazing. Uh, I definitely uh, appreciate you. And until next week, y'all enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.